Hey, hey, friends. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to Foyer Chats. Here in the foyer, we talk all things business, lifestyle, and everything in between. Come for the coffee shop style chats. Leave with a fire under your booty to take on all the things. All right, Emma, you ready to dive in? Heck yeah, let's go. Hey, hey, guys, welcome to another episode of Foyer Chats. We are so, so excited for today's guest. Miss Megan Wood is here with us, and she is a health coach living in Charlevoix, Michigan, cute little beachy town. (laughs) Um, But we're so excited to have her on here to talk about all things with her business, why she got started, um, just how to navigate motherhood and being an entrepreneur, so many things. So let's just get right to it. Hello, Megan. Welcome to Foyer Chats. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Of course. Megan and I have been friends for like, wow, like five years now, right? Four or five, something like that. So this is really, really fun. And I've been able to watch her just grow as an entrepreneur. And this is this is just so fun. So let's just get right to it. Um, before we dive into much of it, Megan, can you just go through what is Berries and Water? What do you do? Let's just spill the tea a little bit here. So Berries and Water is a nourishment coaching company for female entrepreneurs. And when I started this company, I really didn't know, I didn't have a plan for what my niche was going to be. And it's sort of just developed as I made friends in, you know, female entrepreneurship as I was starting my business and realizing all of the the stress and the to-dos and the pressure to get your own business up off the ground and realizing I was having shortcomings, you know, in my health and in my life. And I didn't want to become a slave to my business. And so I really took the time to make myself a priority while building my business. You know, my business didn't become, it hasn't become my end all be all, even though I love it. And it's something I know that I've been called to do, but my life is so much bigger than my business and taking care of myself has become um, first and foremost. And I know that a lot of women aren't doing that and they need support doing that. And that is why I'm here. That's so cool. I love what you said about kind of letting your niche find you. I'm super excited to maybe dive into that a little bit later. But can you also paint a picture for us how you got here and like how you got started in this career path and what your journey has been and a little bit about who you are in your personal life and that kind of thing too? Yeah, for sure. So I guess my personal health journey started when I met my now husband almost 10 years ago now. And he was just doing all of these things. And I was like, what is paleo? What are you doing? I have like, are you kidding me? You're, you don't eat sugar. You don't eat what? Like, and so uh, it just kind of started with a natural exposure to what he was doing. And he is super, um, he's a PE teacher. So he's already naturally into health and wellness. and. Um, so as I got to know him, I just started getting really curious about 
taking care of my body and what that looked like for me because he was doing it for him. And I was like, well, okay, I need to start paying attention to what I'm doing uh, every single day. And so I started eating better. I started working out more, not because he pressured me to, but because I saw the value in it um, just by being around him. And I started to feel better. So naturally our connection got deeper and we really bonded over it. Um, and a few years later, I actually partnered with a nutritional research company and having since been partnered with them, I have learned so much more about the power of whole food and nutrition and how what we eat actually fuels our body and how it has, um, you know, really been designed, it's been put on this earth for us to enjoy and for it to actually serve us. Um, and it's just been kind of like that, kind of like a slow unfolding. I haven't had a revolutionary, you know, disease recovery or anything like that. It's just been slowly ticking away at what has interested me. And I've noticed, you know, I'm feeling better. I get sick less and you know, a lot of people aren't in that same boat. So I feel, I feel very fortunate um, to now be in a position in a career to help people achieve that for themselves. So did that, like, just seeing your progress allow you to transition it into a business? Or what was the point where you were like, wait, this could be a business too, and I want to help other people? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, for me, that really came out of motherhood and looking for, you know, I've always known that I wasn't just going to be a mom and I wanted something for myself. I wanted to show up in the world differently and I wanted to have a platform to serve and to connect with other women. Um, I grew up in ministry, so that's a very natural thing for me. It's in my heart to do that. And um, so having this newfound, you know, discovery for health and wellness and just a natural passion for sharing it. And it's something that my husband and I talk about at 10 o'clock at night, we have pillow talk over, you know, what we ate for the day and <laughs> like who slept better the <laughs> night before and things like that. So it's just, um, because it comes so naturally and it doesn't for a lot of other people, I thought, Hey, you know, there's, there's a need and, I have something that I can fill. I can fill that need. I love that it's something that you and your husband get to kind of navigate together because I know he is a crazy encourager with everything that you're doing because he's also passionate about it. So I think that's so fun that that's where you started. Um, I think also something that you said about how this kind of transitioned um, when you were going through motherhood is super key um, because. I just think about how much I know when I found out I was pregnant, one of the first things that you said to me is the baby doesn't need anything. You need things. You need to worry about you because you can't be the mom you want to be without taking care of yourself. And if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to show up well for your babies. And I think this is really transitioned or has shown up a lot in what you're doing with your business. And you're trying to tell other women that this not only is this okay to do, you need to do this. You need to have self-care. So I think that leads really well into our next question, which is um, why is self-care and emotional wellness so important as an entrepreneur and as a mom? 
That's a very loaded question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I feel like there's so many different ways to talk about that because they all tie in together so beautifully. Um, so firstly, I think for me to be the best mom that I can be, I need to fill my cup. We all know you can't pour from an empty cup. And so what does that look like for me? For me personally, that does mean that I need to go lock myself in the bathroom and take a long shower and, you know, do my skincare routine. But that's not the case for everyone. And just being able to find those pockets of time that are meant just for you um, are so critical. I think um, it was my father-in-law who quoted his mother or something like this, um, saying that when you have children, they're coming into your world. You know, the world, your world doesn't stop because they show up. It feels like that because they're incredibly demanding and they take up all of your time and all of your energy. But your life doesn't have to be put on hold because you have children. Yes, it slows down a little bit. Yes, it may look totally different than what it used to before. But you are a person. You have been put on this earth to achieve great things. You ha- you're here for a purpose. And maybe for you, your purpose is your children. And maybe you know you were an entrepreneur and you have kids and your desires change and that's okay. But if you have the entrepreneurial heart, if you are a person with a passion and you have a vision and you want to achieve something in this world that has nothing to do with your kids, that's okay. That's like, there's so much freedom there. I found so much freedom in saying to myself, like, I wasn't just made to be a mom. Like I was made to connect with other people, to inspire people, to change lives and to do the things that I want to do, you know, and um, having that vision very early on and having children has really helped me keep my business in the forefront of, of my mind without feeling like I'm sacrificing myself or my goals or my dreams to have a family. You, you can have both. Well, and I think what's really cool about that too is not only everything you just said where you can do all of that, but you're also at the same time inspiring your children with everything that you're doing and showing them what is possible. That's something that for me personally really fires me up about that. So yeah, for sure. And especially we're in a time where a lot of us are working from home and my two boys are home with me. And so they get to see me work. And it's, I think, taught them a lot about patience, <laughs> maybe in a backwards way. But, you know, I get to explain to them, you know, we're taking turns having conversations and we're not going to talk over each other. And mommy's working right now and, you know, things like that. And, They've learned a lot of respect. I mean, they're very young, so we still have plenty of our meltdown moments and our (laughs) attention-seeking moments, but I've loved being able to build my business around around my kids, and they're 10 times the children that I ever thought that I would have naturally, but it's been um, a really special thing to be able to be home with them while not sacrificing the things that I want to achieve. That's so cool and kind of echoes 
the conversation Emma and I had on the last episode of just being able to, it's cool to be able to build your business around the life you want to live. So I just think that's so powerful. Okay. So you're doing all these things as a mom and a business owner and I don't have kids yet and it's already a lot. So I'm curious, how, how do you make it happen? Do you outsource things? Like how do you kind of do both? I do. I just hired my first virtual assistant uh, about two months ago and I recognized early on that I can't do it all. And I know everybody, you you see it a lot on Instagram or on Pinterest about these moms, they work from home and they have kids and their houses are beautiful and all their laundry is done and they all dress in matching outfits. That is so not me. So don't, I don't want to paint the wrong kind of a picture. Um, I have a lot of help. My husband is incredibly supportive. I have family nearby that is very willing and able to take care of my boys when I need a couple hours to really focus. And I did hire a virtual assistant and having him on my team has just unloaded so many of the um, techie things in my business that I just don't understand. It's not my passion. And I've spent so much time trying to force my very round peg into a very square hole with technology. And he has been trained and he has taken a lot of that off of my plate. So I get to just show up and coach my clients and, you know, do the things that I was made to do with his support. So recognizing the areas in your life that you can unload onto someone else with an expertise in that area has been huge. So I encourage you as soon as you can do it, do it. And it's been one of the game changers, I think, for growing an online business for me. Well, and I think something that you said to me right before you hired or right before, right after you hired the VA was you were hitting a point where you knew you need, like something needed to give. You were at a point where you have these in, I don't think you said this, but her Boys, they're toddlers. Like they're what four and two. Like they're yes. little guys. Yeah, they, are. they are tornadoes. And you like she you just hit a time where you you need it's like something needed to happen. And it was for you, it was between, okay, either I need to get some form of daycare or I can choose to take the parts of my business that I don't need to do and I can hire that out. So I think that was just honestly really beautiful the way that you thought about it and the way that you decided to outsource. So I just wanted to note on that. Yeah, thanks. I remember having that. I remember having that conversation with you saying, you know, I have this set of money put away. So I can either invest it back in my business, or I can hire, you know, some someone to come over and babysit when I'm working or to set up daycare or to set up some sort of weekly thing for my boys. Which one is going to support my long-term vision. You know, my long-term vision is to be have my kids home with me and so I can be there for them first and foremost. So where am I going to put this chunk of money to check all the boxes? And so thinking about it kind of on its head um, gave me the permission in my business to hire help. I think as solopreneurs, we think we have to do everything and we're building businesses online as you know, these rock star women, which is incredible, but realizing when we need help and how to best use the resources that you have can really 
set you set you up for like I said that life that you that vision that you have for yourself I love that so much I just got chills when you were talking about that because <laughs> it's a lot of times um I think we talked about this in Kelsey's episode also but a lot of times people I think focus so much on this is the business that I want to have this is what I do for work this is what I want to do for work but really let's think about what do I want my life to look like and how can my business do that for me? So I think you have been doing that so, so well. So I love um, that our listeners get to hear that. Um, okay, we're going to switch gears a little bit. <laughs> Let's go through just some more tactical things when getting started with your business. What are a top few tips that you have when you are just getting started on your self-care slash emotional wellness journey? Like what, what do you tell your people? What have you learned yourself? Um, the first conversation that I have with my clients is how aware are you? How aware of your current state are you and how aware of your future self are you? Because a lot of people say, you know, oh, I just want to lose weight. Okay, well, do you know where you're at right now? So do you know what your numbers are? Do you know exactly what you're eating every day? How you t- have you taken inventory of your current life? And then have you been able to really write down what your goals are? At our, my very first session with all my clients is a goals session. And we set one month, three month, and six month goals. And as soon as they write down those, those goals, even the first month, their habits naturally change. So just making yourself aware is everything. And it's so simple. It's something that you just have to force yourself to do, even when it's uncomfortable. You really have to face the facts. That's so huge. I mean, in a lot of things, but I, you don't even think about that. Like, you have to be the awareness thing. You just, I, I wanted to grab my pen to write a note of that as you were talking, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, we'll have this episode. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Okay. What are some of the other tips for self-care and emotional health? It really stems off of that awareness, but really being really honest with yourself. Um, I don't know how many times I've had very emotional like releases where I just cry because you know I just feel so overwhelmed and or whatever it is, or, or I'm struggling with something. And I feel I have found that a lot of people don't process their feelings; they don't take the time to really feel what they're feeling. And it just goes out the back door, it goes in the sock drawer, you just shove it down and you keep pressing forward, which there is something to that. There is something to just say, you know, I'm going to get over myself and just keep going. But if you do that too long, you're going to reach a breaking point and, you know, the foundation is going to fall out in front of you. So if you take the time in those moments to process those feelings Maybe you're not a crier. You don't have to cry to process your feelings. There are a lot of way to, ways to process your feelings, but the more aware of them you are and then followed by how you get them out, how you learn to understand them, how you process them, how you fig- how you understand what the root cause of what those feelings are, the more clear-headed you're going to be able to walk through the next day and the day after that. And that's how you build upon your life as you go through life instead of feeling stuck, instead of feeling like you're on the treadmill. 
and you keep like having all of this resistance, it's because you haven't dealt with the things that you need to deal with in order to move on. And so being able to move on, close the door, close, you know, process whatever it is, close the door and take that next step up on the platform um, has been really huge for me and a lot of my clients too. That's so huge. Just you have to deal with your life stuff in order to show up well in your business because Mm -hmm. I find that too. Sometimes I'm like, why am I so stuck on this one little thing in my business? That shouldn't be a big deal or I should be able to be more creative about this or I, in the past I've done this, but it's, you know, looking back, oh yeah, that was when mentally I was here or whatnot. At least me personally, I always try to segment my life and I very much come in my office and shut the door to the rest of the world for a minute and then go back out. But it's so interconnected. And I think this is just huge and encouraging for me to hear that you have to deal with that stuff before you can really show up clearly and Mm clear-headed in your business too. I think what's really awesome too is this this is, in my opinion, what sets Megan you apart from so many other health coaches is because this is this is like the the thing that you want to figure out before we dive into anything else. Yeah, if you want to lose weight, we can talk about that. But there is a heck of a lot more that we need to figure out before you're gonna get anywhere with trying to figure that out. So I think that a lot of times with other businesses in this in this whole world, that's not the focus of it. And I think it's so, so cool that that's something that you make sure is at the forefront of your business and the most important part of your business. And it just, it just speaks to your heart also. (laughs) It does. It just really, it just comes out of me. Like I said, it's just that very natural thing that I love to talk about with all my friends, even Emma, we talk about this stuff all the time. Um, So thank you. Okay, I want to know what is either the best piece of advice you received when you were starting your business or you could even give a good piece of advice that you've learned to someone starting their business? Ooh, that's such a good question. Um, My best piece of advice, I think, when you're starting your business is to just stay true to who you are. You know, Emma just said, she just commented on how natural of a thing that um, talking about emotional self-care and you know mindset, things like that comes to me and that it sets me apart. It's because that it's something that I love. And so when you're starting your business, stay true to what you love. Don't get distracted by the shiny objects because you know imposter syndrome is so real and guys, I have it legit all the time. But once I you know really focus on, you know, my heart and my intention behind my business, it brings me back to center. And, you know, I think about my clients and who I was made to serve. I am my one person. Who was I put on this earth to, to change? Who was I put here to show up for? Only the way that I can. And it same goes for every single one of us. So staying true to who you are in your business is my best piece of advice. That's so powerful. I think I just remember one of the things you started with, with letting your niche find you too. And I think that's such a magical cross point when you can stay true to yourself and then allow that core thing to attract who, who you're serving or what you're actually niching into. So you've just hit the bullseye. 
Okay, I have one more question for you before we run into a couple things that we like to finish episodes on. But I did want to note, too, something that I think is really cool about what you just said about or just the advice that you just gave is something to note is that this isn't something that always comes to you right away. And I think Megan can kind of talk about this quite a bit. Like this has been a journey to figure out who you want to be serving and what it is exactly that you love. Like you've had to go through exactly the things that you're talking to, like that you're teaching now. You had to go through yourself to even figure out where you wanted to go. So can you kind of elaborate on that a little bit maybe I know this is not a question that we prepped you for no (laughs) it's great yes I have and that's like but that's the most powerful form of business right when you can show up and teach what you've done and you have personal experience in you know that's the that's quality content right there because I'm speaking from you know I see you I know exactly how you feel I have had the same thoughts and the same destructive mindset, don't worry, like, it gets better with time, but being patient, and I've just found so much freedom in running the business, running my business the way that I want to, and even showing up on Instagram the way that I want to, not relying on things like Instagram to determine, you know, my worth or the value of my business or the quality of my business or the results that my clients get just because I have, you know, a very small following or I lose followers every other day, you know, that doesn't determine, you know, what, I have created and it's really taken me a long time to to separate the two and the sooner you can do that the better off you will be and the more powerfully you're going to be able to show up in your business and people are going to feel it it's energy right so that energy transfers so clearly and your clients are going to be able to see it when you can show up for them in your power in your space, you know, really just owning, owning who you are in your business. And I can attest to this 100% just with Megan, because like, we're, we're on video right now. (laughs) She just gets like, when she talks about this, I just love it because we've been, we talked about business stuff for what, like three years now. And when she got it, she got it. And you knew she was in the right spot. And I think that some people that happens right away, but some people it doesn't, and that's okay. So, uh, I love everything. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> all right. So there are a couple things that we like to end episodes with. So I'm just gonna go for it. One of the first things that we want to end with is, what are you most excited for in your business? And this can be this week, next month, the next five years, whatever you want. What are you just? What are you excited about? I am most excited for the scale. You know, we talk a lot about scaling in your business and how do you scale it. And I'm really at a point where I'm beginning to see that growth and what scaling is going to look like for me and my business. You know, Kelsey, you mentioned before having my niche find me and it's really just set in more recently. And so the vision that I have is really taking shape and finding my place in the health coaching space has been um, difficult because it doesn't look like everybody else's, but um, I'm excited to really turn it into 
my own thing and, you know, just see what happens. I'm, my husband always says one, two, three, go. And so I'm just going to one, two, three, go and just see what happens. That's awesome. I love it. One, two, three, go. You need a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to transition into one of my favorite parts of the podcast, the rapid fire question round. I'm going to just ask you a few quick questions and you kind of get to just jump in with the first thing that pops in your head. Are you ready for it? Yes. No Jeopardy sound clock for me. So <laughs> ready. We, maybe we need to get one. <laughs> okay. First question. What is your favorite business software? Um, I recently switched to Stripe. I'm really loving Stripe versus PayPal. And I've been using Basecamp a lot with my uh, VA. A lot of people use Slack or Asana. I don't have experience with either of them, but um, I really, Basecamp has been, it's been really great. Is that like a project management kind of thing? Yes. Or mm -hmm. I know this is rapid fire, but okay, cool. I've never heard of that one. Okay, next question. How many sticky notes, if any, are on your desk currently? Ooh, no sticky notes, but I have like four notebooks. Does that count? <laughs> I think I'm the same way. I'm a notebook person too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see Kelsey's wall behind her right now? Yes, sticky note queen. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> okay, next question. If you could fly anywhere in the world right now, where would you go? Ooh, Maldives for sure. Yes, that mm -hmm. was that's a good one. That's on my list too. Okay, how many unread emails do you have in your inbox right now? Thousands, <laughs> thousands for sure. Thousands, thousands. I'm not alone. Thousands. Oh, good. Yeah, it's all the things that like I sign up for, and then I get you know spammed with so many emails that I forget to unsubscribe, and it's just it's beyond the point of help. So I've just learned to live with it. <laughs> I am the same. I literally hired a girl to try to clean it up and she just bailed. She just quit. It was too much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This makes me feel better. All right. And then finally, how many beverages are out in front of you right now? <laughs> just one. Oh. One with a snack dish. I'm all about snacks. I eat snacks all the time. So one drink and one, one little cup of snacks. I love it. That's amazing. Awesome. You want to know my favorite snack? Oh, I was going to tell you. Yes, I do want to know your favorite. I want to know your favorite snack. <laughs> What's your favorite snack? <laughs> my favorite snack right now is I'm making my own like trail mix with. Ugh, of course you are. I know with pumpkin <laughs> seeds. Okay, no, but listen, raw pumpkin seeds with dark chocolate chips and shredded coconut and crystallized ginger. Ooh, I think I have all those things except the ginger. Go get some ginger and shake it up. And it's, <laughs> it's face. so good. I'm confused by the crystallized ginger. What does that mean? It's like <laughs> dried. So they take ginger root and I don't know if they dry it, but it basically becomes like candy and it becomes really soft and they roll it in like sugar. So oh, you'll so learn what it is when you get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Promise. Okay. <laughs> huh. All right, Megan, brag yourself up. Let's hear about everything you have going on. We know you just had a huge, huge, huge launch, which is so exciting. So tell us all the things. And also, where can we find you? 
all of it. So all the things. Yes. Um, I just launched my very first course. Don't be fooled if you decide to make a course. It does take time. It's not instant and it takes a lot of focus, but I am very proud to have something out into the world to offer all of my clients. It is called Skin and inside we talk all about, you know, your beauty image and your mindset around your beauty and how you show up online with, you know, the way that you feel about yourself and then we get to talk about all my favorite skincare tips and all the healthy foodie things that give you glowing skin and that's been a really personal journey for me as well. So it feels very much like a diary entry or a journal entry. Um, so I would love to see you guys inside. I love what this the beginning of this course is too because it's much more than what you maybe would assume it being a skin course. No, it's about everything behind that. Let's talk about everything else and just like basically everything we talked about in this whole podcast, but let's talk about the things that are behind the skin, your skin. You know, exactly. It's those <laughs> emotional so cool. triggers and, yeah. you know, understanding, you know, if someone once told you when you were like eight that you weren't pretty or whatever, or you were fat or you had a huge nose, that stuff sticks with you. And it really affects how you show up online, as, online, especially when you're trying to build a business using video content and taking selfies and, you know, all of those things. So we talk about that. And you can discover unshakable confidence inside this course. And I love it. So you can find me right now on Instagram at Berries and Water or my website, berriesandwater.com. Um, you can buy the course on my website. Um, or if you have questions about it, just DM me. I'm always in my DM. So come hang out with me. Can I just say your business name is the cutest ever? It's like my favorite business name. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. How did you come up with that? We didn't even touch on that. Oh, it's so funny. So I was sitting in Madcap, downtown Grand Rapids, with my sister. And I was just thinking about, you know, I it wasn't even this business particularly. It was just another Instagram account to start sharing, you know, healthy foodie tips, maybe like three or four years ago. I've only been in business for nine months. Um, and I was just trying to think of the things obviously that I love, but obviously, you know, the things that exude um, really natural, lovely, healthful things. And what's more lovely than crystal clear water and some fresh berries? So there you have it. <laughs> Which we got to photograph, which was so fun. I love your berries pictures. They were fun. We just did some brand photos, so I got to know Megan on that front as well. Yeah, so if you're local, call Kelsey to take your pictures because oh, she was absolutely I amazing. That. I know it's not, but I took the plug, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, thank you, Megan, so much. Is there anything that we didn't hit on that you want to share about? Did we? Does it feel good? I think we're good unless you guys have questions. I mean, I could obviously talk about the things that I love to talk about for a long time. So, uh, Well, you were amazing. I think you're going to inspire so many people um, in their health journeys and these quick, 
you know, easy tips to get started were amazing for me right now listening to it. So make sure you guys go follow Megan. And with that, I think we're going to wrap up. So just a reminder to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. That's how we can build this and to get in front of more listeners and more creative entrepreneurs. So we will be hanging on the gram at the foyer underscore, and you'll be able to hear about all our latest episodes. But otherwise, we will see you guys next week with another great interview. (laughs) 